0: Hello and welcome to ROI, Relevant or Irrelevant, the radio show where events of history are examined through the discussion of books, journal articles, papers, and presentations. Then historians and history buffs ask the question, what is relevant or irrelevant in today's world? My name is Rick Sweet. And my name is Jay Swords. This is the podcast segment of the show that's not broadcast on station KLA. Our guest for this 417th show is Dr. Paul Lassley, professor of sociology at Iowa State University. And we're gonna be talking about the Iowa rural urban schism. Our history buffs are Terry Toppler and Ed Broders. Terry, start us off. Yeah, Paul, earlier you talked about a lot of change that uh, the Midwest has been going through from social change uh, to, natural disasters and everything and that there are gains for some and losses for others but probably the biggest one is the growing class inequality but i'd like to bring you back to um, what the midwest has experienced in a series of shocks that perhaps have led to this um, maybe social stubbornness of not willing to change because it's been forced upon us Uh, can you talk a little bit about that like starting with the 1980s farm debt crisis yeah,
1: yeah. I um, I remember those days well. I came to Iowa in 1981, just ahead of the uh, the greatest economic collapse uh, since the Great Depression. Uh, followed followed then by uh, kind of a slow recovery, uh, but uh, lots of devastation among farm families and rural communities. In fact, in some ways, I don't think we've recovered. Uh, even though we're looking at 35 or 40 years later. Uh, but, that, but there's been a series of other shocks that has wrecked our, our state's economy. Uh, the, the, we've had uh, floods, uh, major catastrophic floods, uh, wiping out communities and lots of our crops. We've also seen very cyclical markets uh right now the commodity markets are quite good but uh, 2 years ago they were quite low uh, we see the issues of, uh coming to, to, to the fore in terms of trade policy uh, we now see so you're right. it's a series of shocks uh, that uh, that may that that i think also engender a uh, level of uncertainty. Uh, people that were encouraged to expand their farming operations in the 80s quote, to feed the world uh, only to find the markets uh, pulled out from under them a few years later with embargoes that, and um, and trade policies that worked to their disadvantage. So there's some of this. Uh, and and that may, in fact, uh, contribute to skepticism or distrust of government that may also sort of feed into this distrust of the experts uh, that, uh, that we currently see. Um, so I, I think when, that some people in uncertain times they sort of focus on, I'm going to, to focus on my business and therefore, they become very insular in thinking beyond uh, their immediate sort of problems of employment, of income, of, of meeting of the 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 home mortgage or the farm payments, uh, and, and that may that may also contribute then to uh, a resistance to change. Okay, Ed yeah um you mentioned earlier in the show paul um that there's a lot of resentment in small town in rural America for having uh, been left behind mm-hmm. um, so can you explain um how the Republicans have been able to sell this thing th- that they're not elitists and point the finger at the democrat Democrats but the Republicans have sold this this nonsense, mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. not elitist, but they're more elitist than anybody we've seen in this country for probably 100 years. And how, how do pe- why do people buy into this? Well, I think some of it is, is that they uh, there's a kind of a theme under maybe unspoken or uh, theme, is that the government is the problem and we've seen that starting in the 1980s uh, that the government is not working for people in fact government is sending down more regulations and rules and i've had many discussions about why do we have regulation and rules because we we have lost trust and confidence in each other we've had scams and for every for every Every rule, every regulation that comes down, there's generally a reason for it. Now, it may not be applicable in your community or in 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 your business, but I try to explain to people that government is reflective of what people want, and they and so take for example environmental regulations. Uh, lots of opposition in rural America about controlling groundwater and surface water contamination from livestock operations and from agricultural fields. Uh, But yet, the science shows that the hypoxia problem in the Gulf continues to grow worse. Uh, And so I oftentimes use as an example when I'm talking to farm groups, if you were a shrimper, in louisiana and you've seen your business uh declining because of the hypoxia problem you'd probably be writing your elected officials for more regulations to control fertilizer and manure uh, applications in the upper uh, reaches of the mississippi but you know if you're a farmer out here and you're trying to make a living Sometimes those issues become secondary to keeping the farm going. So, so some of it is a failure, I think, to link personal problems with national, or in some cases, international trade issues, uh, that we see we focus so much on individual performance and success that we fail that the historical political demographic changes that's occurring around us
0: paul you've kind of led me into a question i think we've been dancing around this conversation for for the the whole show so far um but i'm going to throw a couple of quotes out at you and then ask you to kind of fill in the 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 blanks a little bit Um, okay so you said in your article at their core farms are small businesses and you if you live in town most of the businesses on main street are going to be small businesses as well if you don't own Mm -hmm. one of those if you're not an entrepreneur there's a pretty good chance you're working there so then, and then you went on to say, and, and this is, I think, what I want you to comment on, um, because it goes to Terry's comment or to, to Ed's comment about you know, how there can be such a disconnect about government. Um, So you can quietly imagine yourself as an avatar of independence while receiving that direct payment from the farm bill or or whatever for your farm and not think twice about it. No farmers think that these direct payments are handouts. Most of them are saying, hey, I'm working extremely hard. The markets are just not there for me right now, but by no fault of my own. This direct payment is completely justified. And I think in the end that's where the disconnect starts and stops. It it really isn't a disconnect. It's not a dislike of government per se. It's a dislike of government that isn't directly aiding me. And, And that difference between rural and urban really plays out because at the end of the day, the needs of urban communities and the needs of rural communities are to a very great extent, different. So to go back to Rick's question, how do we resolve that particular issue where these differences are both real and large?
1: Yes, and I think the way we do it is we really have to focus on public policy issues, not social issues. Uh, And, what holds the state together, what holds the community together. And quite frankly, it's about leadership. And right now, I'm very concerned as to whether we have leaders at the state or national level that have the ability to pull us together. uh, And part of that, as I mentioned earlier, was they're so dependent upon campaign uh, funds but I think the other issue is, is that, and it, and it probably started under uh, President Reagan, where we're going to throw the shackles of regulation off. Um, we, broke, we broke labor unions. We, we have seen labor union uh, uh, membership precipitously drop in the last 30 years. Uh, and yet, at the same time, many of the folks who are labor union members worked in in agricultural plants, either in the input sector or the output sector, uh, and so we now see that uh, people uh, criticize and complain about international immigrants coming in taking over packing plant jobs but the reality is is that uh, the wage rate in those plants has not kept up with inflation in fact it's been it's been a cut in pay and so we see racial strife Around the packing plant industries, not only in Iowa but across the, across the country. So I use that as an example of a failure to link local issues with national uh, trends. Uh, you know, Trump did a good job in in both of his campaigns of painting government as bad, whether whether you're talking about. Uh, enforcement of natural resources or even the the the, the post the postal workers um, that that they stand in the road that they're they're a problem and some way or another i've never quite understood why one would seek election uh, for government service in order to tear it down we need to have leaders that that recognize maybe there's some improvements can, that can be made but you don't, you don't tear down the institution of government uh, unless, unless you've got a plan in place to make it better
0: All right. Well, we would like to thank our ghost. Our ghost. Ghost. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Paul. I just made you deceased. Let's try that again. We would like to thank our guest for this 417th show, Dr. Paul Leslie, professor of sociology at Iowa State University. He's been talking to us about, yes, (laughs) the Iowa rural urban schism. The history buffs for today's show were Terry Toppler and Ed Broders. You can listen to ROI as it's being broadcast on Friday night nights on KALAHD2 88.5 FM and 106.1 FM in the Quad City region at 9.30 PM. You can also listen to the show. It's being broadcast on tunein.com. Put KALAHD2 in the search box and look for ROI. Many of our previously recorded shows can be heard at soundcloud.com. Just put KALA Radio all one word, in the search, click on the first icon you see, and scroll down to find ROI shows. You can also find ROI on all of your favorite streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. ROI is recorded at Station KALA, St. Ambrose University.